With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com, or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're good. Getting ready for Thursday Night Football. Should be fun. Um, we got an interesting topic upcoming in the pod. And I kind of want to ask you guys, Buffalo not doing a dome. Did you guys see the artist renderings of Buffalo's new place? Now, I think Tennessee doing a dome makes sense because Nash- Nashville is going to get all those big events. I get, it, to me, it's absolutely genius that Nashville's not only helping foot the bill with uh, rental car money, whatever, and they're going to build a brand new dome. I would guess that Nashville gets many of the events that Atlanta normally gets in years to come once they have the dome built, even though Atlanta's dome is outstanding. 
and they do a good job hosting events. It's a really, really big city, very spread out. Traffic is a mess, but it is, it's, it's, it's the cap, basically the capital of the South, right? Like Richmond was the capital of the South in this before the civil war and the civil war. Atlanta is the new capital of the South with Charlotte, like a, you know, I mean, those are incredible diverse cities, good food, good restaurants and good facilities, especially now in Atlanta. But I think, I think Nashville, it's become Nash Vegas. It's become an event town. I would guess they get a bunch of the events that Atlanta's going to get. Buffalo didn't do a dome. Um, I kind of get it, but there's some limitations to it. We'll get to that upcoming. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection of fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, Aaron Rodgers did his weekly appearance on Pat McAfee. And I, I think you should listen to what he said about uh, not just his teammates, but also his coaches. One of those guys has a problem with it. I'm right here. And I'd love to have a conversation. I enjoy those conversations. You know, I enjoy any type of conflict like that because I know the resolution on the other side is going to make us, uh, you know, a better unit, a better friendship, a better cohesion on the field. But nobody's come to me and said, I got a problem with what you said. I think everybody knows, Matt included, you know, everything's got to got to take a little uptick, get a little better. I'm calling things the way I see it. People don't think I need to air that stuff out. That's their opinion. But I'm doing what I think is the best interest of our guys. I've tried a lot of different things from a leadership standpoint this year. And, you know, I was just relating my personal feelings in the situation. I'm not saying anything on Pat that I'm not saying to those guys. You know, maybe that's talking about a conversation that's behind closed doors in public. But, you know, the level of accountability is the standard here. Again, I don't think it should be a problem to any of those guys to hear criticism. Um, that, of course, was in front of his locker. He was commenting on the comments he made on Pat McAfee. Here's Matt LaFleur when he was asked about that subtle criticism by Aaron Rodgers. I think that we have to be truthful with one another. And sometimes the truth hurts. And it's no different than, uh, you know, when your, your kids make a mistake, right? You tell them about it. I don't think he publicly called out individuals. I don't believe. I didn't sit there and listen to the whole thing, but uh, so I just think that you have to get to the, the root of the truth, and that gives you an opportunity to learn and grow, and we can't run away from that ever, and no different than when we're in those team meetings. You always call it how it is, and I don't think anybody's off limits, and starting with myself. I, I, I actually agree with all of that. I, I think the only issue that people have no one asked Aaron Rodgers or Matt LaFleur to be disingenuous with each other. It's the question of, is it healthy to air these things publicly? And, and here's the answer. You do. Aaron is right. You, you do have people who have been critical of him. And no one, by his estimation, has come up to him and said, hey, yo, yo dude, I got, I got a problem with that. Maybe some of that is the problem with Aaron Rodgers is that he's not approachable. Because he's Aaron Rodgers, he's twice the age of some of the guys in that locker room. Maybe. I would also offer this up while everyone not name me. And I was critical of Rogers in it doesn't feel like that's what leadership is. On the other hand, here's what I'll credit him. He hasn't done what so many do in, in, in this, this, this time where whatever you're critical of, 
You get a couple days to think about it. There's a massive blowback on it. And you go, you know what? I was wrong. How many times you heard that? And, and, it, and it frustrates you. Why'd you say it initially if you were going to back off it so easily? And Rogers is different. He is standing by what he said. There is something to support there where here's a guy who's like, look, I'm not going to be behind. I'm going to be a leader leader. And all the, the issue I would have is one area publicly and two, there has never been a part where Aaron Rodgers is like, you know, had I spent a little bit more time with these guys in the off season, we might be further ahead. There's been none of that. None of that. But this is one of those things where before we comment on what it does to the Packers and how it makes the Packers feel, let's allow them to react. Let's see how they play this weekend. They're a double-digit underdog to the Buffalo Bills. Let's see how they react. Let's see the number of mental errors. Because it doesn't actually matter what anybody says. If you say nothing, if you say something, if you say too much, if you say too little, the only thing that matters is how those guys in the locker room respond to it and how they play. That's it. Nothing else matters. None of this other crap matters. How do they? And if he believes, and he's right, that this is the way to, I've tried every other way. I've tried behind the scenes. I've tried to do mad. I've tried to do this, that, that, that. And this is the way I've decided. And it works. I have no problem with him. You know, hey, look, man, I got receipts. I've been taking notes here of all these people. None of the people, myself included, who criticized him technically are wrong. This is different. This generally isn't how leadership takes place. On the other hand, if Matt LaFleur is okay with it, if Aaron Rodgers is okay with it, then maybe more than anything, if the player's not only okay with it, but they respond in kind and they respond better, playing better than they had previously, then who cares what we think? What we think truly doesn't matter. You know? It's like the yearly conversation I have with college basketball coaches. They text me or their SIDs or some of their staff text me. Hey, man, can you say something nice about us in the pod or on TV or on radio? Like, you can help us. Like, it doesn't act like I'd love to. Like, Joe Lenardi's a good friend of mine. Joe Lenardi does, has no say in what the selection committee decides. None of the people on ESPN who say who's going to be in the college football playoff have any say in what the, the committee actually decides. But for some reason, we think they do. We think they, they don't matter. What Lenardi tries to do, and I respect him for it, is he's trying to give you a snapshot of what he thinks is being discussed inside that room. He knows how it goes, and he thinks, but he doesn't exactly know, and they don't actually react to what he has out there. That's not how the process works. And the, the process for players, I, I, don't, I don't know if they actually care what he says on McAfee, if they actually watch. That, that's actually probably mostly discussed by media people. The only thing that matters is how they respond, how they feel, and what their football is like after it. That's all that matters. Any first responder will tell you, never try and beat a train after braking. It can take a mile for a train to come to complete stop. So when you come to a rail crossing stop, trains can't paid for by NHTSA. It's, it's like Tom Brady. Everybody wants to tell Tom Brady how he should feel, how he should react, what he should say, he shouldn't get on linemen. Like, look, it doesn't actually matter what anybody thinks outside the offensive lineman that he lit into. That's it. If they're like, did we deserved it? He's right. We're better for it. Then who cares what we say? We can't determine as media members and fans, how grown men feel and take criticism, especially guys that are football players. Athletes have been taking criticism from coaches and teammates and motivated for 
for their entire lives. So they handle it better than most. Uh, Ryan Holland's going to join us in five minutes. Get his take on the Lakers. Give you mine, first of all. Lakers lose again last night in Denver. And uh, Russell Westbrook missed the game with a... Everybody get their uh, quotation fingers ready? You ready, Jason Stewart? I'm ready. Hamstring injury. Hamstring injury. Now, I, I think there's some legitimacy to it. Like if you tweak your hamstring, you're in your 30s. It happens. You shut it down for a while. Supposedly, remember, he hurt his hamstring because he wasn't used to the rhythm of coming off the bench. Just a guess. Maybe they talked about bringing him off the bench before he's like, ah, my hamstring hurts. It's possible. Uh, I actually understand it. I uh, my junior year, I was in the doghouse, snuggled up with a bone. And every time I played well coming off the bench, I would kick myself. Why did I play well coming off the bench? My senior year, I remember I came off the bench a couple of times. They, I did, I'm sure I did something at practice and pissed somebody off. And I remember playing well and like, I, yeah, I don't want that. I don't like that. I like my name being called. I always like my name being called. But the Lakers are 0-4, first time since his rookie season. And there just isn't any other way to say it. It's just not a good team, not a good roster. Other teams have better rosters. And yeah, some of it is he's not the same guy. He doesn't have the same energy at either end of the floor. Um, He tried to take over in the fourth quarter late last night, did make some headway, did score some points. It, he, they did cut it. I think the five at one point, but just too many missed shots, frankly, from LeBron as well as anybody else, but they're just not good. And here's the thing. They're not good now. And we're at the point where Anthony Davis and LeBron are playing every game. Eventually, they'll take games off. They're going to be awful. And I was, I was talking with a friend the other day. I'm like, man, how did they get to this point? And then you realize the couple of trades that they made, right? The Zubac trade was terrible. The Clippers didn't even want Zubac. didn't think he was available. Magic gave him away. Right? That's, that was an all-Magic Johnson deal. God, that was bad. And with the exception, really, of Lonzo Ball and the hype around Lonzo Ball, they drafted well. They have good players. Look around the league. They have a lot of good players. Um, I don't think you could be terribly critical of the Anthony Davis trade, even though they gave away probably too much because this is the only place Anthony Davis really wanted to go. But I do think you can be critical. The Russell Westbrook trade was an abject disaster. If they simply had those pieces in place, they would be much better off last year, this year, and in the future. Yes, John Ramos. If everything has been said about what they needed to have, which is, and we've heard this for the last many years, the Lakers need outside shooters. They need three-point shooters. If that is so common from everybody on either sports radio, other general managers, just things that you hear in general, why is it so hard for the actual people that do that job to see that? Is it just you because they don't they don't want to see it or they don't want no, other? No, I I think there's a there's there's a bunch of different like this is this is the problem. This is why you have to have only one agenda to win, and the agenda has to be winning. This is part of the issues with Clutch, not because Clutch stands in the way of getting clients, but there's no doubt there's a push to get as many Clutch clients as possible. Um, on the other hand, you know KCP, we saw him playing for the Nuggets yesterday. He was. He was part of their championship team. He's a clutch guy. I don't think they valued him enough. He became their best perimeter defender, and he's a knockdown shooter. Really surprised they gave up on KCP. Um, so I would say, to answer your question, it's not easy. 
there's conflicting alliances. You know, you got you also have to have somebody who defends. Like part of their they, they've done a good job. That's a pretty good defensive team. But oftentimes shooters don't defend and defenders don't shoot. You got to find both. And the guys that do both, they're valued. They're not the only team that wants and needs shooting. So um, that's that's where we are with that. That's what I think is is going on. I mean, and like, look, it's not it's Palinka, I think, is responsible for Caruso. I think that LeBron is responsible for uh, Russell Westbrook and Magic is responsible for Zubach and some of the other stuff. They They all have blood on their hands. But this team is is bad and it's just not good. And I don't know how you fix it. Like, I don't think. Do I think Buddy Heald and um, Miles uh, Turner make them better? Sure. To make an NBA champion or competitive? Like, no. So the question becomes, like, at some point, do you go like, you know, let's just let Russell Westbrook's contract expire, and then we'll end up having that big wellspring of, uh, of opportunities because of the money that he makes. It's a hard one. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Ryan Hollins joins us on the NBA Tip-Off Hotline, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Use promo code Gottlieb, make any $5 bet this week, and get uh, $200 if your team wins. Ryan Hollins, of course, you can hear him on Fox Sports Radio. He's the Houston Rockets lead analyst on all of their games, all 82, and he joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, Is there any short-term fix for the Lakers that makes them competitive atop the West. Yeah, they got to be on the same page. They don't look like they're on the same page. Um, Russ has a lot going on. You know, LeBron has a different focus. Anthony Davis looks, you know, he's trying to get back into basketball. And, you know, it's even more so. It's not the, the, the first three and a half quarters of the game. You got to be able to close. You got to know what your money play is, who you're going to. They got... They just seem like they're all in a sorts. Um, obviously, with those three great players, you should be able to figure out. It doesn't matter who else is on the roster. Honestly, you got Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and AD. You know, those are those guys are enough in itself. So um, you got to defend, and you got to do you got to do the little things. I know it sounds cliche, Doug, but you have to do the little things. But the little things come with buy-in. Yeah, I look. I agree. I agree with everything you said, with one exception. You're talking about Russell Westbrook and LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They've played, uh, was there 11 and 14 together? Now, it's not a huge sample size, but it, it doesn't appear to be working. And, and I, I think they can be on the same page and it'll help them some. But in terms of those big three, rolling out those big three, and that's all you need to know, I don't, I don't think that's held up because of where each of them is in their career. No, no, you're, you're right. So you ask the short-term fixes for them to be on the same page. The long-term fix or the trade deadline fix is like, hey, sacrifice those two first-rounders and move forward and get Turner and Buddy Hield or another package for Russell Westbrook and move forward and try to salvage what you have left and then, you know, try to make trades so that you can back, get back into the draft later on. Um, because the thing is, those, those Laker draft picks are looking real, uh, <laughs> looking real nice right now. So uh, I think that that's the long-term fix, or at least this season, 
obviously playing together and play, making the most of what you have, I'm always going to be a firm believer in that. It's too early in the season, I think, to just be you know, throwing the towel in. But essentially, at the end of the day, you are going to have to make a move. And I think the Lakers made a big mistake, and this with all due respect, by not trading Westbrook last season. And the reason I say that is because every, everything essentially said Westbrook was out of L.A. And I've been there before. And then when you come into a locker room and Westbrook's still there, and you know things are weird, you know, you're sure LeBron had something to do with behind the scenes or kind of didn't have his, have his stamp on what was going on, and you come back in and he's on the team still, that makes for an odd environment. I mean, think about your workplace. You think a guy's getting fired and he walks into work on Monday, you're going, hey, man, what, what, what's going on? You know, so I think essentially at the end of the day, that's the big headache. That's the big kind of elephant in the room that's been there with the Lakers from the last season. So, it's really hard to move forward from that. It's really, really hard to move forward from that. What team has impressed you the most so far this season? Oh, um, I like what Toronto's done. I think they've got a, length, a lot of length, a lot of athleticism. Um, I think really barring the injury that he had last night, and hopefully that he's okay and maybe he'll skip the game against us. But I think Portland, man, Damian Lillard kind of sat out and got himself together. Uh, and he, he's come out really, uh, you know, really on fire here. But you knew that, you know, he wouldn't just be going away. And obviously, even more so for the fact that he stayed in Portland when everybody else is kind of, you know, getting up and going. So uh, I think Portland is the team that I look at that goes, oh wow, that that really, really stands out to me for what they're able to do and accomplish. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Ryan Hollins is our is our guest. Um, Steve Nash got thrown out last night, went a little bit crazy. They get beat by the Bucks. They did try Ben Simmons as a small ball five, but it still feels like they're not clicking. Is, is, is there hope in Brooklyn? I mean, when you have, like, like, everyone's good problem would be to have, you know, forget the other two, Kevin Durant. You know, I should be able to figure out something, you know, to make happen around Kevin Durant. So I think it's definitely solvable. They're going to have to figure things out with Ben Simmons, you know, how he's going to play or, or not play, how he fits into what they're doing. Uh, those, those are obviously issues over there, but I, I think that, you know, it's, it's definitely salvageable. I think we'd be crazy to say that it wouldn't be salvageable, but, you know, again, they're going to have to lock in and, and, and play. They're going to have to uh, figure things out. Also, they're in the East. You know, I know the East is much improved, but the bottom of the East, is not the bottom of the West, which means you're going to have some gimmicks. You know, you're going to be in there. And, you know, keep in mind, we saw Milwaukee already this season. They are for real. Even without Chris Middleton, I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he's playing on another level right now. He's the best player on the planet. So, you know, losing to Milwaukee, you got to take that with a grain of salt, you know, grain of sand, especially this early in the season. Um, okay, I, I agree with you on Giannis. I'm wondering your thoughts on Kawhi. Some have been critical of him missing games. He's coming off an ACL. He's always missed some games um, in terms of managing his own body. But do you share the sentiment of others in terms of him missing games now? No, I don't, I don't have any problem with Kawhi missing games. Um, he knows he only has so much left in the tank as far as playing basketball. And it's tough to say that, but he, he knows he's, he likely wouldn't be able to make it through an 82-game season. And, and when he's you know needed... He's going to be there and playing, you know, when it's championship time. Now, unfortunately, he hurt his knee, but he he had a pretty monstrous dunk in the same game where, you know, he ends up hurting his knee and not being able to play and move forward. So 
Um, I don't mind Kawhi Leonard doing that. I think where it becomes tough is for the fans. The fans want to see Kawhi play. They want to see him on the floor. And when, when he's not playing, um, there are people that are paying a lot of money. But I think at this point, you should know. It shouldn't be a surprise going to a Clippers game that Kawhi's not going to be you know, he's not going to be playing, or there's a chance he may play, he may not. I, I don't know if he's gone as far as, to like, you know, kind of like putting his schedule out there, but, you know, we, we've been seeing these same things from him for the last, what, almost, what, since Toronto? What is it going on, three years, Doug? So I, I, I think Kawhi has a, a unique situation that is not for everybody else. I, I would agree with you completely. Ryan Holland's our guest. He calls the Rockets games. You hear him on Fox Sports Radio. He's a longtime NBA vet joining us, Doug Gottlieb Show, here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, let, let's, let's dig in here. This one, to me, um, I, the Draymond Green thing. I didn't hear your comments. What would you think of the punch, the, the whole thing? After seeing the video, as a guy who was in those practices, in that locker room, what would you think? For one, that is so, like, normal, Doug. Like, I didn't even bat an eye that he got punched. It was like, okay, like, I've, I've seen that before. You, I you, was, well, hold on, hold on. I, like, I would agree I've seen fights, but I haven't seen a guy, coaches talking, you walk over, stand over him, and then you get pushed and you just punch a guy. You've seen it in that? Because it, I've seen a lot worse, Doug. I've seen a lot worse, okay? okay? I've seen a lot worse. But you know what happens, Doug? It stays in the locker room, dude. In 82 games with a bunch of egos and and all that swirling around, it is it's very common. Now, should it happen? No. I don't think Draymond should have been punching Poole. I don't think Poole should have been talking crazy about a guy who, who's earned his stripes in this league, okay? I don't think that should have been happening either. That's, that's kind of locker room deal, Doug. You know, you keep that behind the scenes. So, first and foremost, I'll say it again, I was appalled that it got out it never should have leaked. It never should have got out. I've seen the worst, Doug. Uh, absolute worst. Now, is Draymond wrong in a situation? Yeah, but I am extremely alarmed how that even got out. I'm, I'm, I'm literally like, I'm bewil- all I can think is that Draymond has some enemies in the organization. There's a couple of people that don't want to see him, you know, see him succeed or see him or they're tired of him, whatever whatever it may be. That, that's just low and dirty for that getting out because there's no other way that that can be perceived. And I, I've seen several instances like that. It ain't the first and it won't be the last. Okay, so in, in your mind, do you think the fact that he was the guy who didn't get the contract extension is a sign that he's not going to get one this upcoming offseason? Yeah, I, I, mean, I think... I think obviously moving on full in the luxury tax. I don't. I don't know where the, where Draymond fits in their plans. You know, moving forward. You know, in in Golden State. But the tough thing is, you know, I, he has intangibles that I don't know if they'll be able to replace, or you know, maybe even have to take like a, a a real big haircut. You know, over there, and you know, people you know flirt with. Oh, you know, he's going to L.A. He's trying to get to L.A. And it's like, well. I don't know where he fits in L.A.'s plans either because they need a lot more than, than Draymond, and especially at that number, you know. So, I mean, maybe Draymond for Russell Westbrook, I don't know. It, it doesn't even sound realistic, but I'm just saying if there's some world where you could replace Draymond for Russell Westbrook, I don't know that that's necessarily a, a, a fix either. I think it would make the Lakers better, and we're just hypotheticals, right, because that doesn't even, doesn't even make sense right now. But I, I, I don't know what big changes that makes. But I, I, I would assume that, you know, Golden State's getting to a, that point where they're like, hey, you know, we're moving forward for our future. Hence, you know, we really don't want you 
punching out Jordan Poole. We're getting ready to commit to this guy long term. You know, like he's the guy. <laughs> crazy, absolute, absolute craziness. Um, okay, I, I, I like the Jalen Brunson signing with the Knicks. I don't think they're going to win a championship. I don't think they're anywhere close to winning a championship. But I think it's a foundational piece that they can build upon. Um, but you know how it gets. The Knicks win a couple games early and New York fans just go crazy. It, it feels like that's one of the... It, everyone knew it was going to happen, and it did happen, but it feels like one of the smartest things the Knicks have done in a long time. Absolutely. Well, Doug, it gets you to the playoffs, right? I think, I think Brunson... But they've been in the playoffs. It, yeah, but did you feel confident they're going again this year? No. Like, I, like, it's like um, I feel like you, you securely get into a first and possible second round with Brunson there. And if you're New York, just giving New Yorkers something to, to cheer about in, in a playoff scenario should be enough. So I, I, I think from that standpoint in itself, Brunson's worth it. And like you said, he doesn't hurt the scenario. Now, this isn't signing Kevin Durant. This isn't signing Kyrie. And, and apparently even – this ain't signing LeBron. And apparently in today's NBA, that ain't even enough, okay? That, ain't, that doesn't guarantee you. But I do agree. He's a very safe pick. He's great. I'm I'm all in on it. I I think it was it, it was the right move. It wasn't the sexiest move. It wasn't a big name, you know, type of move. But what we're seeing in the NBA, Doug, those big name moves aren't necessarily paying off, right? So, I, I, is it better to to take a Brunson to to pay a guy like that? That's right now. New York looks like it, it should be. And obviously, the one thing also with signing Brunson, guess what? Your expectations aren't as high. You just want Brunson to be a good basketball player, be tough and deliver, and he's bringing that to the table. So, you know, in New York, I think he's worth his weight in value. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Ryan Hollins. By the way, Ryan, um, you, you call the Rockets games. They got a ton, a ton of young talent, a ton of young talent. Um, but are they playing this year to win, or are they playing this year for – a certain freak of nature who's in in France. Everything uh, I'll, I'll answer twofold. Our our guys are coming in to win every single game. There's there's no question there. Okay, but with young guys, the priority is development. So they're going to go out and develop, and wherever that takes the season or, or wherever it goes, we'll see. But you don't get Jalen Green who's scoring the most efficient in isolation situations this, this, this season right now. You don't get those rewards from, from Jalen Green without letting Jalen Green go out and play basketball, if that makes sense. So the development is key. You see it paying off uh, instantly. Debar has been really, really good in his role. I'm a huge fan of what he brings to the table. But you don't get that if you pull the ropes back on these guys, if that makes sense. And right yeah. now uh, – I think it's the, the plan is working beautifully. You know, right. I think you love to see it. Right. So if that best, organic man. to answer, if it organically happens, Doug, that'll be it'll that'll be what it is. Yeah, and I think Utah's happy, right? We got a split in the back to backs of Utah. He's like, Well, we just get a split and just call it even and we'll see what happens the rest of the day. Ryan, great stuff, dude. Thanks for joining us. All right, Doug, talk soon. Thanks to Ryan Hollins for joining us in the NBA Tip-Off Hotline, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Use the promo code Gottlieb, make any $5 bet this week, and you get $200 if your team wins. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. You do not want to miss in the bonus. The podcast drops top of the hour. Um, If you're not listening to us in the iHeartRadio app, that's cool. Just grab your phone, download the iHeartRadio app, and uh, you can listen to us in the podcast form live at 2 o'clock. It's a fun one today. Let's get to the press. The press. Thursday night football. Hope you guys got your picks ready. We'll make that before we go. What do you got, boys? Uh, boys or just I'm me sorry, right Dan, now? Dan. Okay, no, John's <laughs> going to handle the press. John, take it away. You know, uh, Doug. Boy, John, <laughs> uh, news just in from the NFL. Jamar Chase could miss four to six weeks of action because of a hip injury. Whoa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, the Bengals wide receiver missed practice today. Surgery not expected to be needed, but now all of the uh, NFL entities and insiders are uh, 
yes, on this report. Jamar Chase out four to six weeks. What is the, Does it say what the injury is? Says he was hurt a couple of weeks ago in a game against the Saints, and it has bothered him lately. Um, that was from uh, Mike Garofolo. Um, uh, Malik Wright was actually the first one to have it at Wright Reports um, on Twitter, and that's two T's. And that's so they w, have but. they have Browns who are struggling, Panthers who stink but won, Steelers not great, and then Titans, Chiefs, Browns, you know, with Deshaun Watson. Buccaneers, Patriots. So it, it, it picks up for them. So it's not a killer, but one would guess. I mean, hips, you don't want to mess around with, right? Yeah, they don't lie. They, they don't lie. <laughs> Hell! <laughs> T. Higgins, uh, who's been dealing with his own injuries of late, gets a boost. And Tyler Boyd's been really good uh, fantasy-wise. So um, T. Higgins is rostered in your fantasy league. But uh, – Tyler Boyd might not be, just depending on how many players are in your league. Uh, likely, likely is, but uh, yeah, might not be, depending on uh, on what you've got. So, and I, w- I would say he's rostered in most leagues. Just uh, trying to tell you guys right now, no, if you I, want time to, if you wanted to, to yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. Doug, and you can't, right, because you were... <laughs> You were kicked out of your no, league. No, I have right? other leagues. Okay. There, but no, the, the one league I am kicked out of, yes. <laughs> so uh, something to at, at least uh, at least ponder. Thank you, John, for reminding me of that. <laughs> oh, I was uh, trying to help you. Team. Oh, wait, I don't have a fantasy <laughs> team. He should be rostered in 12-team te- uh, leagues already if you're in a 10-team league. Um, yeah, now I'm now may be the time to at least just go take a look. The only question I have, Dan, is is do you think he's rostered in most leagues? I think he is. I think he is. You sure? <laughs> yes. What's the percentage of rostering? Well, you know, I could give you that answer. I'm just messing with you. Just get going. It's I, fascinating I'm, 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 when you I'm look at, at how guys are rostered and where they are. Uh, more news. Niners wide receiver Debo Samuel not at practice again today, at least for the portion that was open to the media. So Debo's status uh, for the matchup against the Rams a little bit up in the air. That's good. Not if you're a Niners fan. Oh, right. Sorry, Niners fans. <laughs> they almost, right, Jason? Uh, Jason Barrett actually just tweeted out that John Rahm was cheering for injury for a player. <laughs> <laughs> I do not cheer for injury. Debo's dealing with a hamstring injury. He did. People forget about that NFC Championship game, though. (laughs) You just cheered for an injury. What are you talking about? No, I didn't say that. What I said was, what did I say? I said, um, that's good for the Rams. That's good. No, you said that's good. For the Rams. I said, you know, he said, (laughs) you didn't say for the Rams. (laughs) You can bring back the sound. You did not say for the Rams. Okay. Oh, I meant that. That's good. uh... Your brain might have said that's good, (laughs) dot, 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 for the Rams. Your voice said that's good. <laughs> Sorry. Some NBA news. Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, questionable for tomorrow's game in Minnesota. You were just talking with Ryan Hollins. He mentioned Hollins uh, not likely to, uh, or the Rockets not likely to face Damian Lillard. Yeah, Lillard's going to miss uh, a week or two, uh, according to Shams. So uh, just dealing with a calf strain is mm-hmm. the Blazers guard. And the NBA app now allows you to watch all or all of Victor Wembanyama's games that he plays. So the NBA really trying to cash in and uh, build the hype for the very likely first overall pick. You know the best way to do draft. that is 
You know the best way to do that is? What's that? Uh, have college players stay in college more than a year. Builds yeah. the hype. Yes. Absolutely. Look at college football right now. Like, I just sit there and think, like, we don't have to talk about – you were just talking about, like, talking about the yeah. Lakers. We could talk college football, but I just don't – you know, it's a – we always just talk about the brands, but the star power this year in college football is is taking a hit. Yeah. And uh, that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Who you boys like tonight? Let's start with you, Bayer. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Uh, I know they're really shorthanded and everything says to not, but uh, I'll take the Buccaneers to cover. They're a two-point favorite. You have yep. them covering. John Ramos, uh, uh, Buccaneers are favored by two. Over-under is 46.5. I'll take the Ravens, although Lamar Jackson needs to show me something tonight, so I'll take the Ravens. All right. What about you there, Jason? I'm, I'm sure Lamar is real concerned that Ramos <laughs> needs him to show him something he's, tonight. He's, um, keeping, he's keeping names. He's, yeah. he's got receipts. I'm taking the Ravens as well. Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens, uh, Ravens to win. I'm taking the Ravens in the money line. And look, my, my thinking is, I know normally you take the home team on Thursday night and you have Tom Brady, an incredibly accomplished quarterback, but their offensive line's not good, especially in the interior of it. Ravens have injuries, but I think he makes plays. Check out uh, In the Bonus, the podcast. Download it right now. So Gottlieb Show. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.